0: Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers.
1: Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. Bing
2: bong! It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. <laughs>
3: Welcome into this Wednesday, March 16th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation. Robert Fields and Sons, a family owned full service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Rosalini, Colin McLaughlin are entering Avery Newport, running things on the TV 10 side. Happy to have you with us as uh, we start baseball tonight. We picked up uh, Martinsburg at East, Har- or East Hardy at Martinsburg. The game was supposed to be at East Hardy, but uh, I believe due to field conditions. Uh, that is now switched to Martinsburg, which now has a, I believe, is it not fully turfed infield, but it's turfed baselines, uh, and a pitching mound that's turf. We'll actually hear from head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Aaron Byler, here in about five or so minutes. But uh, obviously, a lot to talk about today when it comes to baseball. Also at 12:30, we'll be joined by John Lowry, senior, the legendary coach at Jefferson High School. Uh, as they get going tonight as well, like a little earlier start, so I believe, 5 p.m. start there at Sager Field for the Jefferson Cougars. Uh, but baseball coming in full swing. We'll have talked to four of the six EPAC baseball coaches after today's show is
1: over. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, wrong, Mike. <laughs> definitely in a, uh exciting time for you know, the whole area, I think opening day for baseball it's kind of marks the unofficial start to spring it's going to be a beautiful day today at po faulkner park um and i think it's you know a martinsburg team that has a ton of talent coming back a bunch of guys from last year's team uh so they're you know a well experienced team a team that could definitely contend here in the epac and in the state playoffs and we get a good look at them today against an east hardy team that's young um You know, they're trying to build a program there. I know they're coming off of a tough season last year where they only won two games. uh, And both games against Martinsburg that they played weren't very close. So they're trying to, you know, get off to a good start and and a win for them or even just playing, you know, competitive against a team like Martinsburg, I think would be great for their season moving forward. And for the Bulldogs, there's a lot of expectations, I think, around this team. I mean, both coaches that we've – or really all the coaches we've talked to this week – have kind of mentioned martinsburg as a team that has a lot of experience and that they're kind of looking out for in the epac and uh you know we'll see if they can prove it and it starts today
3: i was two days off jefferson gets going on friday against highland view of virginia not today the 16 and the 18 looking down at a piece of paper got the wrong number there uh but nonetheless hedgesville gets going today as well uh, and then Martinsburg obviously gets going today. I believe – or Musselman will get going Friday. That game against saint Marie Gretty is not happening today. And then Spring Mills gets going. Uh, Friday against Musselman. Friday against Musselman. And Washington gets going uh, tomorrow against Loudoun Valley out of Virginia. Uh, but, you know, a lot of baseball coming in. But basketball's not over yet.
4: That's true. I saw that uh, Musselman was uh, heading down here today. Jefferson probably doing so – as well as both teams play tomorrow there to uh, start the state tournament for quad a the other classifications are already in action down in charleston as we speak and uh, looking forward to seeing how the teams can do everybody has some high expectations for this undefeated jefferson team but I'm not going to count out Musselman. Yeah, the last time they played Morgantown, it wasn't the best result, but when you're down in Charleston, things are different. It's also March, and this team can fight. Yeah, and, uh,
3: Obviously, Jefferson, uh, Musselman doing battle tomorrow, first round. Uh, Jefferson playing number seven, Cabell Midland. I'm going to try to get uh, one of my oh, Nick and I's old buddies from college who covers, who's covered Cabell Midland all year long, Luke Creasy, to potentially come on the show tomorrow to talk a little bit about the Cabell Midland Knights. We don't know a lot about them. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about Morgantown basketball this year. They played Musselman at the end of the regular season. Martinsburg went down to them, uh, and uh, obviously. They, they're they familiar with some of these Eastern Panhandle teams, but uh, besides Martinsburg playing, I believe, Cabell Midland at the uh, at the Greenbrier, nobody's played them this year in
1: this area. So don't know a lot about them. Yeah, we were obviously weren't there uh, at yeah. the Greenbrier either, so if we had seen them play, we'd have a little bit of knowledge about yeah, them. Yeah, be able to give a, a better, I guess, prediction or breakdown of the game
3: yeah and they they went through a lot to get where they are they're 14 and 10 on the season as well so you know between musselman and cabal midland both teams at 14 and 10 on the season so they battled to get to the state tournament nothing nothing
4: nothing to add on to that all right well with that uh we will
3: take our first Break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Aaron Byler, head baseball coach at Martinsburg High School. Again, we'll have the Martinsburg game tonight against East Hardy, uh, but that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, they'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We'll be back in two and a half minutes with head coach of the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Aaron Byler.
5: Hagerstown Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up, no questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bagent. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it or use the Axle Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford.
6: I'm talking with Ken Apple, CPA in Martinsburg. Ken, why should a small business choose you? Well, Rob, when you hire me, you get me. You know, when I used to work for a big firm, I thought
0: I understood the needs of small businesses, but it wasn't until I became a small business owner myself that I understood their true needs. Now I know what it's like to make a payroll, and I can relate to the owners of those small businesses. I'm also a bank director. I've been for 20 years, and I understand what the bank needs when you're going for a small business loan.
6: Call Ken Apple, CPA, 304-263-1100. Martinsburg Bulldog Football presents the
3: ninth annual Bulldog Golf Classic on Thursday, June 9th, at the Crest Creek Country Club. Go to Martinsburg Bulldog Football Facebook page or MartinsburgFootball.com for more information.
7: Does it look to you? Nah, I think it's a little left a little.
0: Are you sure? Man, you gotta get that thing off, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: welcome back to this edition of the sports mix on talk radio WRNR, 106.5 fm am 740 streaming live on the tv 10 facebook page as well as on tv 10 on comcast channel 10 in berkeley and jefferson county spencer Dupuy, nick Verzolini, colin mclaughlin our intern avian newport happy to have you with us we're now joined by the head baseball coach for martinsburg high school aaron byler how are you doing today coach byler
8: hey guys i'm doing great it's a beautiful day it's gonna be 72 degrees today it's opening day i couldn't get better. Excited to, uh, excited to get out to the field.
3: And opening day at home, which was a switch late uh, because I'm assuming East Hardy had some field issues after the winter weather this weekend.
8: Yeah, they reached out yesterday and so they didn't think they were going to be able to get their field ready. Um, fortunately for us, ours drains pretty well and have a lot of people to work on it and get it ready and those types of things. So, uh, yep, we just made the switch, just flip-flopped uh, home and away.
3: And follow-up here, speaking of the field, you guys made some uh, renovations to the field this summer or this past offseason. What are those renovations that fans can see when they get to the field, when it comes to the field of play?
8: Well, I think a baseball field is something you're always working on improving. And uh, we decided to um, try to eliminate a little bit of our maintenance and try to make uh, games more playable when it rains. Uh, so we went ahead and turfed our home plate area as well as the mound and the baselines and, and what that does is as anybody that knows baseball knows that you have to after each game and before each game you have to fix the mound and and get the home plate area ready and and that just kind of eliminates some maintenance for us and you know ideally it allows us to play a lot more games in the summer um and be able to show off our great our great facility to uh lots of people
1: hey coach this is nick versilini i um, looking back at your Uh, roster from last year and this year it looks like you have a lot coming back and in particular uh, with guys that can pitch uh, I counted about six guys uh, coming back that can pitch for you what do you think that does for your team to have so many arms available and also a lot of experience this year uh, coming back
8: Well, our pitching coach, Coach Zarnecki, tells me every year that we need seven to eight guys um, to pitch and fill innings if we want to be successful. Um, I think we have that. I mean, I think we return 185 at 200 innings pitched. Um, I think that's kind of unheard of in high school baseball. Uh, We returned Joe Paulson and Caleb Edwards, who were kind of our 1-1 guys. Uh, Didn't feel we really had a 1-2. Felt like they were both number one guys. We're really excited about what they bring, um, as well as some some talent that didn't get to pitch last year. Isaiah Morris, a guy that's going to pitch tonight, um, had under 10 innings last year um, just because of Joe and Caleb going so many complete games. So we're excited for him on the mound, as well as guys like Carson Buber and and, uh, DJ Triggs. We expect big things out of him um, as well. So, yeah, we're excited, and and I think – You know, your next guest, Coach Lowry, I heard him say it before, and it's something that kind of stuck with me. You know, you're only as good as your starting pitcher. Um, And I think we have really good starting pitching this year, and hopefully we'll be really good.
4: We talked about it last segment, and it seems like the umbrella term that I'm going to choose to use is potential that you guys have this year as a whole. What else do you think that – this team's going to bring to the table to make them a uh, very competitive in the epac
8: well i i think the, the thing that this group has going for them is just you know how much they like each other and how much they like being around each other and i think team chemistry has a lot to do with success in high school programs I think we have great chemistry, and I think the guys, you know, it was evident last night in our scrimmage, you know, even though we're only two scrimmages in, tonight being our first game, just how much of the routine that they know, um, you know, they know when when we're going to show up, they know how we're going to do things, and just that routine and, and structure I think hopefully will help us.
3: And uh, obviously this year, kind of back to normal, you should get that March start instead of a later start like you did last year. What do you think that that uh, kind of return to normalcy for the the season length and and the way the season starts will help your team-wise?
8: Well, we're definitely glad to be back to normal, I'll tell you that. And and I'm just glad we're not starting a month later like we did. Uh, last year, because our guys are chomping at the bit to get after it, um, and I think we're ready to go. And I think I think with the regular start time, hopefully we're a little bit ahead of a couple teams because of so many kids back. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not when you start or how you start; it's how you finish, and nothing really matters till that second week in May. But uh, we're we can't wait to get after it tonight,
1: coach. We talked about the pitching and kind of some of the chemistry that you think this team will have. Uh, what can we expect out of? the hitting and who maybe has stood out as some guys that you think can uh, provide some good at-bats
8: for you well even though we went 20 even though we won 22 games last year and won the sectional championship you know our bats were were something that struggled a lot um our pitching kind of carried us through and even in that sectional championship game against hedgesville we struck out 11 times um, you're not going to strike out 11 times and win a whole lot of ball games but i think our approach is better i think we're a year stronger um and uh, expect big things out of Hudson Clement in the leadoff spot. Um, guys like Caleb Edwards, Isaiah Morris, Jacob Zito in the middle part of the order, um, and, and uh, even a guy like Jordan Canby, who's going to hit nine for us tonight uh, with a whole lot of speed. Um, didn't get you know many varsity at bats last year at all. Um, he he's been swinging it really well. So I think if we can combine uh, what we hope our starting pitching to be. Um, and kind of get that offense going a little bit. I, I think we do have, you know, to use the term again, potential. Um, but potential means nothing unless you're able to kind of kind of put it all together on the field.
4: Looking through your team schedule this year, a lot of the out uh, of state opponents and non-conference opponents as well within the state are pretty tough, including Greenbrier East twice on the list. It looks like how will that? benefit your team this season?
8: Yeah, I think when you put your schedule together in August, you kind of look at what, what you have. I think sometimes you need to maybe play a little down when you are when you think you're not going to be as good. Maybe play a little up when you think you're going to get better to prepare yourself with, for those games. Uh, we go to Morgantown, who's going to be one of the top four teams in the state, in my opinion, for a doubleheader. We go to Greenbrier East. We're playing in the A bracket at Myrtle Beach against three really, really quality um, private schools. Um, so our, our, schedule isn't easy. I'll tell you that. Um, and I think it'll make you better. You know, I think it'll, it'll provide a little toughness. I think it'll prepare us, uh, for those sectional and hopefully regional games down the road. Um, it might, it might affect our record a little bit. It might not be as good as what it could have been, you know, on how you, depending on how you make the schedule. But I think we needed it. I think we needed a tougher schedule. And I think the guys need to learn how to compete against those teams and in those games.
3: And tonight, obviously, you start the season against East Hardy. Uh, I believe you played them twice last year, and you got you kind of swept them. What are some things that you think they've changed from this year to
9: last year?
8: You know, we do, we enjoy playing East Hardy because it's an in-state team, and it's not that far of a trip. I have a great relationship with their coach. Um, I don't I don't know a whole lot about them from last year to this year. I, you know, tonight's one of those nights where we'll just kind of worry about ourselves. Uh, worry about doing the right things, and, and hopefully, if we do that, everything will just kind of take care of itself.
1: So, with it being the uh, opening game of the season, what's what's the spit? What are you looking for, I guess, specifically uh, from your team? Can't talk there.
8: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, well, we, like I said, we had two scrimmages and we had two inter squads, so we've been on the field. Um, you know, we know how to go about our business. I'm just looking for them to compete their tails off. Uh, just kind of get after it. Uh, we talked a little bit after our two scrimmages. We need to clean up the base running a little bit. Um, we need to be a little bit better situationally hitting. Uh, but most importantly, we're just going to have a whole lot of fun tonight and just, just compete like crazy, and hopefully good things will happen.
9: Hey, Coach Beiler, uh Avery Newport here. Uh, I was going to ask you, we've already talked a little bit about your schedule this season. I was going to ask you about the rest of the EPAC this year. Who are some teams that you guys are keeping an eye on? Who are some teams that you think are going to be your, your toughest competition this year in the league?
8: Well, I, I think the EPAC is, is one of the toughest conferences in the state uh, year in and year out. Uh, you look at a team like Musselman, who returns just like us pretty well, everyone. Um, and if we don't get you know a little bit of luck there in the section, they probably beat us. They're returning everybody, and you're probably saying they have the most potential. Um, so they're, they're very talented. Hesville, um lost a lot, but still have a, a bunch of pieces. That coaching staff is good enough to piece things together where they will be competitive, um, I ass- can assure you of that. Um, Jefferson is Jefferson. No matter what they lost, You know, they almost, in my eyes, always have to be the favorite. And I think the dark horse is, is Washington. I mean, they have a whole lot of talent returning, um, both on the mound and in the box, um, i think they'll be very very tough as well
3: all right coach byler thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you tonight before the game
8: all right thanks guys can't wait
3: can't wait to be out there for some baseball action at po faulkner field and uh or park i guess i should say it's not field uh but as we mentioned a little bit yesterday if you're going to tune in on the broadcast a six forty pregame show a 20 minute pregame show 7 p.m just after seven for the first pitch uh obviously we talked a little bit about yesterday but if you 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 know you're not able to come to the game you want to tune in it'll be on radio and tv tonight as well as youtube and uh you'll be able to see a lot clearer pictures of the field this year we made some improvements to how we're we're broadcasting baseball and i'm looking forward to getting that out to everybody uh should be a good game tonight and uh we'll be there i guess now we'll have four games in the next four days or i guess well the next week we'll have their games because we'll have the game at Jefferson on Monday. It's true. So it'll be a big week of Martinsburg baseball and some EPAC baseball to go along with it. But that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and Designer Benning, Outdoor Living, and his family owned and operated right here in Martinsburg. At 360 Hack Wilson Way, go to Orsini's.com for more. On the other side of this two minute break, we'll be joined by head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Coach John Lowry Sr. That's after this two minute break. You're tuned to the sports mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
8: Hi,
9: my name's Corey, and i I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200 square foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns and Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251, 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores and we give back to our local community.
5: Orsini's.com. WVU Medicine is pleased to introduce seven new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Tiffany Morton, Endocrinology. Dr. Zangithan Parampanathan, Family Medicine. Dr. Hamath Pillai, Hospitalist. Dr. Lauren Rover, Pediatrics. Dr. Ahmed Zamor, Hospitalist. Dr. of Nursing Practice, Kelly Shothias, Urgent Care. And Dr. Levi Stevens, ENT. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community.
4: Palace Lounge in Martinsburg has a brand new list of daily specials. Monday, stop on in for burger night or enjoy a nice juicy steak every Tuesday and Wednesday. The Palace Lounge also offers freshly steamed shrimp Thursdays and chef specials every Friday and Saturday. Sunday is all day breakfast and there are drink specials daily too. So come enjoy the Palace Lounge. You can find them on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard. Now,
2: back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
3: Welcome back to this March 16th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, TV 10, streaming live on the TV 10 Facebook page. So we get ready for baseball season here in the Mountain State in the Eastern Panhandle. We're now joined by legendary head coach for the Jefferson Cougars, head coach John Lowry Sr. How are you doing today, Coach Lowry?
7: I'm doing well, thank you. Beautiful day out.
3: Beautiful day out. You guys get going on Friday, and uh, obviously – you made it to States last year. Uh, what are some things you're looking forward to to get back to States this year?
7: Well, we're just, uh, you know, we have obviously have some uh, positions to replace. We lost five guys that are currently playing in college. So I think that speaks to the level of uh, player that they were at the high school level. Uh, the left side of our infield has gone, you know, with the Horowitz kid and uh uh came in uh fernandez who's playing at uh or, excuse me came in gonzalez who's playing at uh, he's playing at dne and uh, uh horowitz is playing at uh, uh at, at west point uh zach rose uh who played first base in the pitch force he's over at shepherd uh will ricketts is uh, up at frostburg and and um Riley Vastez who's um you know an all state pitcher for us, he's down at West Virginia State. So those are gonna to be tough guys to replace. But, you know, we've been having good workouts. We've had uh good preseason, been able to get on the field a number of times. We were able to uh you know, utilize our flex practices and with weather being reasonably well at times during the month of February. So uh, you know, we're excited about the upcoming season. I know we have some uh uh, levels of consistency in our play to establish. And uh, we just have to get some people with uh, uh, the opportunity to get their feet on the ground, get comfortable playing. And, uh, you know, I think it's going to be a uh, an interesting and a challenging season for us.
1: And, Coach, uh, you mentioned um, losing a lot of guys from last season uh, and those guys all going on to play college. How do you think that even though those guys aren't a part of the team anymore – will kind of help some of the guys that come back this year and of course the tradition of the program knowing that they want to kind of live up to what's been done here in the past
7: well you know there's always guys waiting in the wings to wait for their turns and and uh, you know guys that's the nature of high school sports uh, young men come through the program um they they work hard they aspire they get the opportunity to move on and then comes the guys behind them turn and that's what we're um you know we're having this year we had some guys that were uh, you know were were good players last year and obviously they just had to wait their turn and uh you know uh, you know I'm excited about the the talent prospect that we have but the reality of it is they have to convert that um, you know talent to um uh, On the field performance, and that comes to being able to relax and just being able to let the game come to them and doing the things that they're capable of and not trying to do too much and not worrying about uh, results, just worrying about uh, approach and let the results take care of themselves and not, uh, you know, and just kind of quiet their ears through all the outside noise that they might hear about this or that and, uh, you know, just focusing on playing. And that's a challenging thing to get this age group to do at times.
4: As you said, five guys from last year's team now playing collegiately. Who are going to be the leaders of your team this season?
7: Well, you know, we got uh, uh, Finn Horowitz. He was a starter for us last year, the brother of Colin. He's been um, he he works hard. He He'll certainly step up and be a leader. Sammy Roberts uh he's uh you know our quarterback on our football team he was uh, one of our leading hitters on our baseball team last year uh Connor Bailey he he returns he was behind the plate and then, uh, he's already signed to go to Fairmont State uh this year and you know uh Finn uh, it's also committed to West Point so we have a couple guys of of that level of talent and I'm sure there's going to be some opportunity for some of the other guys to follow um you know, uh, uh, we're looking to Sam Obnitz, a center fielder who returned, who has arm strength. Last year, he, but um, the overlap between basketball and baseball really didn't get the opportunity that on the mound. That uh, you know, the, I think he has that interest in, in, in pitching, and we're hoping that that he can pitch with success. We got some. Uh, you know, younger, or another senior who's up from our JV team, played JV ball last year as a junior, has been, um, has done well in our preseason. Young man named Ethan Hall. So it's a lot of strikes. So that's the key at this level, with throwing strikes. And, uh, uh, Kellen Kinsler at shortstop, ready to step in. He was kind of a utility guy for us last year. I think he was the second leading run scorer for us last year as our courtesy runner, as a part time player and so forth. But he'll, he'll, um, man the, the shortstop. Opposition. We feel like we had, we have some depth of pitching. Coach uh, 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 Beeler was talking about, you know, he felt that maybe they could go seven or eight deep. Uh, we feel, you know, pretty much the same way. But uh, you know, it, those guys got to be able to get out on the mound and establish themselves. Uh, but they certainly exhibit a level of potential and practice that gives us encouragement. And uh, we'll give them opportunity, and it's just a matter of us uh, seizing on that opportunity.
3: And, Coach, we asked Coach Byler about this, but obviously we want to ask all the coaches, uh, kind of return to normal when the season starts. You're starting a month earlier like you have been forever. Uh, What does it feel like to kind of get back to that March start instead of an April start?
7: Well, you know, it's hard to believe that this is, uh, you know, I can remember two years ago, we run this time uh, in the routine of getting ready to start and we'd had a scrimmage with our jvs and then the uh the next day the word comes down that everything's down everything's down and um you know that was heartbreaking for that group of young men especially the seniors and uh you know last year with the overlap uh, i guess if there was a a, a good side to the, the late start last year it meant that you know maybe we played in better, better weather at that point than we might get sometime in March. Although when you look outside today, I mean, whether you, uh, you, you can expect it to be any nicer than it is today. But it's nice to get back to normal. That routine, it's, it's hard to believe that, uh, you know, it was, what, 2019 since we had that regular routine, and now it's 2022. So time gets by in a hurry, and, uh, you know, we, we're looking forward to it, and I'm sure all the other programs and in, in the area and in the state are looking forward to it as well.
1: And coach, your season begins on Friday. What are some things you're looking uh, to see out of your team?
7: Well, again, we just have to establish ourselves. We uh, have to get out there and uh, you know see what. Uh, uh, and how we're going to handle the game situations, how we're going to handle uh, uh, being under the, the lights. You know, a lot of guys can be 4 o'clock players, but we're looking for them to be 6 or 7 o'clock players, meaning, you know, that's the game time. And, uh, you know, I think we have a, uh, a challenging opener. Uh, the school we're playing, uh, they're leaving for Florida on Saturday morning, so I think it gives indication of the type of program they have when they're willing to come up here on a Friday evening, and then they're leaving for their Florida trip the next day, and they they are uh, graduated three Division one players last year, so you would think that they certainly have a, a level of talent uh, in that program that's returning as well. So that'll be a good opening test for us. You know, it's always good to have your weaknesses exposed early, uh have your weaknesses and things you need to work on uh you know uh where our guys can you can see that and grasp that, and uh, and uh, not that we're going out there looking to be exposed, but you know when you play good teams, uh, a lot of times they'll show you what you need to work on. And uh, this is going to be a good team we're facing Friday night, and we're going to have to play well. But that's uh, the our expectation, and it's just a matter of us establishing that we can be consistent in that expectation if we're going to have a successful season.
4: We're joined here on the sports mix by Jefferson baseball head coach John Lowry, Sr. and Coach, it's the golden year for you. You're 50 at the helm of this team. What has it been like throughout your entire tenure there with Jefferson?
7: Well, it was fortunate to be in the right spot at the right time. You know, I grew up Jefferson County, went to Charlestown High School. And then after I graduated from college, the opportunity presented itself to coach at Harpers Ferry High School, which was one of the smaller high schools in the state at the time. So after two years there, that's when consolidation took place in uh, Jefferson County. So it was an opportunity to be with the program from the start and uh you know the first year we didn't even have a field we played out along the road there in Leetown but up to the, if you drive right through Leetown you look along the side of the road it's a little league field now but if it's a full 90 uh, foot diamond back then that's where we practiced and played and and just uh, see the way the program's evolved with the community sport uh the growth of the facilities the interest and not only um, at our school, but also, you know, throughout the panhandle, you know, it used to be people, you know, schools that play 16, 20 games a year and you see that expand to where everybody's playing on the weekends. People are traveling like the Myrtle Beach to play. And, uh, now you guys with you know, televising the games, all those things, those, you know, those weren't even things that were thought of back in 1973. So it's been fun to be part of that and watch all that evolve. And, uh, certainly. And as I said, being in the right spot at the right time and fortunate enough and fortunate to be in Jefferson County, which uh, I think the panhandle, it's pretty, been pretty well documented as, as a, uh, a hotbed of uh, baseball, you know, from the little league level on up. So uh, very fortunate, very happy and, and certainly have, have enjoyed being a part of all that.
3: And, Coach, obviously we'll get to the EPAC here in a moment, but your non-conference portion of your schedule, kind of just like Martinsburg, you have Morgantown, you have Greenbrier East, you're going down to the Myrtle Beach tournament. Uh, what do you think that those uh, adding those schools in that tournament kind of adds to the uh, challenges that can help your team uh, ultimately get to Charleston for the uh, – well, I don't know if it's still held there, but to the state tournament?
7: Well, you know, the – when you play good people, you know, you, it, it helps you get better. I mean, it's just that it's just, uh, simple. Down at uh, uh, Myrtle Beach, we're, we're going to play Bishop O'Connell, which is a school out of the, uh, the Washington area. He's uh, either Alexander or Arlington. I can't remember which one. Uh, then, of course, we're going to play a local team, Waccamaw, and we're playing at Waccamaw's Field. And on the third day, we're going to play High Point Christian Academy out of Greensboro, North Carolina, which is a high-powered program. So, you know, those are um, those are exciting challenges. And uh, uh, you know, Morgantown and Edgemont, greenbrier East, and every team in the and, uh, in the uh, EPAC. Uh, you know, the, the the five other AAA schools besides ourselves. It uh, you know, it, it's going to be a, it's going to be a nice schedule for us. We're looking forward to it.
9: Hey, Coach Lowry. Avery Newport here. Um, so we just talked about your non-conference schedule. Let's talk a little bit about the EPAC now. Obviously, your your program is the class of the EPAC. But who are some other programs this year? Who are some other teams, I should say, that you think are going to give you guys some competition this year?
7: Well, you know, starting out with, in no particular order, you know, I'll look locally in our county to start with. Well, you know, Washington I think returns everybody but one player. And in both sectional games last year, you know, we lost our first sectional game last year, and then we were in the losers bracket coming out. And in the two games in which we were in the losers bracket against Washington, we were behind in both of those games, significantly behind in the one, and were fortunate enough to come back and emerge. Um, Coach Beeler's, uh, you know, he re- he returns the starting pitching. He's got, uh, you know, Isaiah Morris was as good a hitter as there was in the area last year, and he he talks at the speed at the top of his lineup. You know, speed's an offensive and defensive t- a tool, and uh, uh, it, you know, it just uh, speed is so valuable in baseball, and so you know they're going to be tough. They're going to have depth of pitching. They're going to have you know experience back. Uh, Musselman, uh, Musselman is going to have some. Quality pitching. They return a number of players. Uh, very competitive last year. Uh, Spring Mill, Hedgesville, all these stuff. Uh, Spring Mill and Hedgesville—they're kind of like us in Washington. You know, they're, at one time it was one school. Now they're two schools, and that's kind of the way it is for us. Uh, us in Washington—you know, one school then two school. That's is uh, uh, it shows how the how our area is growing. I mean, where you ride through. Berkeley County in particular and in the segments of Jefferson County, it's the norm, no, number of houses going up. And it makes you wonder if down the road, if the EPAC's might going to be even larger. So uh, it's, uh, it, it's going to be a very competitive, uh, competitive situation. And I'm glad that's, you know, the championships t- decided by a round robin of games because, uh, you know, it comes down to who can play the best consistently. And uh, that's the way, uh, you know, championships and baseball, you know, should be determined.
3: Coach, John Lowry Sr. from Jefferson, our guest. And, Coach, best of luck Friday. And we'll be out there at Sager Field on Monday to talk to you before the game.
7: Okay, great. Well, I appreciate you guys um, doing this for high school baseball in our area. And uh, I know that's a lot of people looking forward uh, to the season. And we're looking forward to meeting you guys.
3: All right, you as well, Coach Lowry. Best of luck Friday. Thanks again for coming on.
7: You're quite welcome.
3: That was Coach John Lowry, senior head coach at Jefferson High School. And obviously, you know, uh, Avery hit on it there. Class of the EPAC kind of is Jefferson. They've, they've you know, been the most consistent team. It's won the most in the area under Coach Lowry. Um But obviously, the EPAC's got a bunch of great teams. And we heard both coaches today and yesterday, or, you know, the four coaches we've talked to have all talked about how good the EPAC is in baseball and how much of a challenge that it's going to be. And, you know, a team like Washington has returned. You know, Coach Lowry said they return almost everybody. So we'll talk to their head coach here in the next day or two. Uh, But definitely looking forward to baseball season.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I think yesterday it was that um very similar to you know basketball season this epac is going to be very tough it's going to be you know competitive you have kind of your three schools that you normally see at the top in martinsburg hedgesville and jefferson but musselman has got a lot coming back we spoke with their coach and he seems pretty excited and uh you know this Washington team has now been mentioned by both Coach Byler, yeah, and Jefferson coach Coach uh, John Lowry Sr. as being you know a team to definitely look out for. And when you have everybody coming back, even if you had a bad season the year before, like you're pretty much guaranteed to be at least a lot better and toward the top, I think, because you have that experience now. So you you know you know those kids probably got a little bit better. So. You got to look out for Washington and Spring Mills is kind of the question mark, I think. But again, you know they're a, a program trying to move forward, so uh, you know it's an exciting year. I think there's a lot of good teams, and uh, it should be very competitive and a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, we'll speak with Spring Mills head coach Brad Barrett Friday at twelve o eight as we kick off the show on Friday. But uh, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one. Bu- By making you number one first, go to ParsonsFord.com. For more on the other side of this break, we'll wrap up today's show, talk some uh, Capitals, a big milestone last night for uh, the grade eight and uh, the Wizards play tonight and NFL free agency update and more scoring in the NBA. That's next when we wrap things up on today's edition of the Sports Mix.
6: Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5In would help you build your safety skills with our defensive handgun 1 course taught by NRA certified instructors. You must have already completed the basic handgun course as a prerequisite for this course. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class Saturday, April the 23rd. Valley Guns 2 is also accepting registrations for the Defensive Rifle Carbine 1 course April 24th. Classes beginning April 3 will be held at the Valley Guns 2 Firearms Training Center located in Bloomery, West Virginia. Find out more at Valleyguns 2.com
5: do you love martial arts are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery Dragon Warrior Kung Fu call us at 304 350 0646 and learn more today
8: Ollie's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports or to hang out with friends. Ollie's has a great beer and cocktail menu along with a food menu that will blow you away. Ollie's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game.
2: Welcome back to this final
3: segment of the Sports Mix for your March 16th, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices right here in Martinsburg at 1270 Winchester Avenue. And every morning, you can hear from Phil McCoy on uh, the morning news with Rob. And welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix. Lots to talk about here in these final eight-ish minutes. Uh, first, we'll just get this out of the way because it's kind of a smaller topic. More scoring in the NBA. A 60-point game for Kyrie Irving last night. Dropped 41 in the first half. Franchise record 60 points. Uh, scoring uptick in the NBA. Just nobody plays defense. Is that is that why?
9: It, no, it's not nobody plays defense. Is, That's Kyrie, the... is Kyrie mad because he can't play at home? Well, I mean, hey, he's making the most of his opportunities when he sees the floor, right? I mean, yeah. can't play at home. You might stars as well want to make sure their teams are the getting road. into
4: the playoffs. That's why LeBron needs to have his efficiency get higher I think what he got 50 for a second time yesterday or something yeah he had 50 twice this
9: week yeah there are a couple players that had 50 twice
4: Brooklyn's fighting for a playoff spot the Lakers are fighting for a playoff spot so
9: I think it's more that just the pace of play in the NBA is so much faster than it used to be I mean games are going a mile a minute teams are just running up and down the floor chucking threes in transition you know like that's kind of the pace of the NBA nowadays it's not really that there's no defense just that Teams play so fast and they use up so little the shot clock that it's just, you know, find the the first shot and take it pretty much. It's like you remember the Steve Nash offense in Phoenix with uh, Mike D'Antoni. Yeah. You know, that's just kind of how the rest of the league plays nowadays. It's just really Fire fast. Gun. You know, you shoot more, you're going to score more. That's just kind of what we're what we're looking at right now in the modern NBA. Yeah, and the
1: Wizards. That's
4: in action. not necessarily. I almost true. made a joke, but he wouldn't like it. Yeah. Huh? What joke? Westbrook. All right, well Shoot we've more, got to you make more. We had
3: time for all this banter. We need we need like a 2-hour show sometimes. Uh but we don't have a lot of time here. Wizards back in action tonight hosting the Denver Nuggets. Going to be a tough game there as they're trying to get claw themselves in, into the play-in tournament, but that's going to be really hard. Uh, nuggets come in 41-28, Wizards
1: 29-38. That is a uh not really a revenge game, but a former team that Wes Unseld Jr. was the assistant on, so you know, he knows a lot about the Nuggets, obviously. And I don't think they're going to win, but yeah. well,
4: if you're still wanting to make a playoff push, you need to beat teams like Denver to get there. So, like I we'll said, team.
1: I mean the the odds weren't looking that great. I think now they're probably five games back and just fourteen games left. So, yeah. That's that you know. That's going to take it's some tough. some walk. Yes, and I don't expect them to make the postseason, or yeah, even no, I just mean, to make the I play in. When
3: the, without Bradley Beal, it's definitely hard. You've got you know pieces to a team, but your your main player, Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal. You don't have both of them. You you only have Kuzma, and uh, you know you can't expect a lot from this team without the guy that wants to apparently wants to be here on a max contract. But who wouldn't want to be somewhere on a max contract when you're making all that money and he's still young. Uh, but now let's move on to the Capitals. They were in action last night. Uh, they were hosting the Islanders. Uh, they got on the board with 12:41 uh, or 12:21 left in the first period. Anthony Mantha scores. In the second period, the uh, Islanders would tie things up at one, and then they would actually take the lead at two to one. And uh, Axel Johnson. Bali. I, I can't say his name correctly. I said it correctly on the news this morning because I looked it up before I did it. Uh, but he would get his first NHL goal. And then at the 15-02 mark, Alex Ovechkin.
0: Big line comes out. Ovechkin comes out. We've seen him. Some big goals over the years. He's waiting for the biggest one right now. One back and shooting. He scores!
3: Yadimir Yagar, Alex Ovechkin, now third all time in NHL history in goals scored. And he's now first all time in goals scored for a European born player. And uh, I think that means the most to him. Whether or not he gets I, past I the great it, one,
4: I think that would be the most to him. if he Yes, gets that but goal. I
3: mean, you know, right now it means more than just getting into third place, you know, like being number one in goals scored for a European player at the current moment means more than being third place
4: well he's 34 back a second place so with only a few games left this year, you'd expect him to hopefully get that next year. Yeah, then... I mean,
3: I tweeted last night. I said next, or I posted it on Instagram story with the uh, the picture of the graphic with everything. I said this time next year he'll be getting into second place all time. Hopefully, uh, but he post game interview on the ice. He was asked about how special it is to get it at Capital One Arena, and he said, "Yeah, I save it for home." <laughs> in the typical Alex Ovechkin trying to be funny uh, way there. Uh, but it wasn't all there. I mean, you'd think the Caps took the lead there 3-2 to two on a 767th career goal. But the Islanders pulled their goalie and got a goal from Anders Lee with just under two minutes left. Uh, they went to overtime, no goals to the shootout. In the eighth round, Anthony Manta did this.
0: Everyone standing here at Capital One Arena. Manta trying to give the Capitals a leg up in round eight. Mantha coming through the circle, he'll stop, he'll shoot, and he scores! Mantha with a goal earlier, and now the Islanders need to score to extend. Anders Lee will take it for New York. He must score, or the Capitals will be victorious. Lee, all business, down the middle, and he stops! And then... In an eight round shootout, takes down the Islanders on a historic night here at seventh and a half. Final score, four to three.
3: Caps get the win, four to three. And uh, tar- starting to turn the tide, really. Via Tech Vanacek playing really well. And, uh, you know, I, do you, I mean, the trade deadline is what? Next Monday or Tuesday, we said? Monday. Monday. March 21st. Yeah. Do you need a second goalie?
4: I still feel like you do. If you if you can grab a veteran, get Holtby back, yeah. it would be awesome. It sounds like Fleury has no interest in Washington still Holtby kind of
3: can't come keeping his come ties
4: uh, to his old Pittsburgh loyalty and said that uh, since it's Washington, he wouldn't do it. But y- y- I feel like you need somebody to help lead the charge if you're trying to make a deep playoff push well, because since Hopey's been gone you haven't had that deep playoff push.
3: Uh yes, yeah, so there was speculation that they were trying to go after Hopey, uh but it looks like the Stars other goalie is getting surgery and he'll be out in an extended period of time, so that basically says they're not going to get rid of Hopey. So
4: trade Some guys from the AHL or something. I don't know, but I mean, give give him somebody. I don't.
3: I don't think they'll they'll, that'll be a trade that they go to. Uh, But now we'll move over here with a little bit left in uh, the show. Free agency news: The Commanders have cut uh, Matt Ioannidis. That saves what eight million or ten million in cap space.
4: That one was seven mil. Seven
3: mil, and then they also cut offensive lineman Eric Flowers. That Uh, was the ten. That was he gets ten mil. Uh, Grant Paulson post tweeted about a minute ago and said there's speculation. This is speculation, but the commanders clearing this type of a cap space today feels like they are planning on spending a decent chunk of money on somebody here soon. So,
4: uh, you said that you wanted to be the honey badger. I, I it was take just that.
3: speculation. I know he has not yet signed back with the Chiefs, and you already they have Kendall already signed Fuller.
4: Justin Reed, so they're not bringing.
3: Yeah, a, and back. you have Kendall Fuller, who was there with him for a couple seasons and then Alex Smith trade,
9: and then they got him back. And well, Washington agency. just signed Bobby McCain though, who's a safety. So, yeah. what about?
1: Allen Robinson or one of the bigger. receivers? Get him some more receivers? weapons. Get yeah, ones. I mean, some it's more the, weapons, the, obviously there's a lot of things. I don't, don't think Robinson, though, is a running big back money guy right now. Gone, yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Hey. yeah, running
3: back, I don't know. I mean, you have Gibson, but you could use a third down guy. All right. Well, we could talk Ravens, for another. Though? We could talk for another hour, but we've got to get going here. The that doesn't a good signing. They did. They, they signed Morgan
9: Moses.
4: Morgan and Moses from Washington.
3: They yeah. also
9: signed uh, Marcus Williams from. All
3: right. Well, that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Martinsburg Bulldog head coach Aaron Byler and Jefferson Cougars head coach John Lowry Sr. for coming on. That does it for this edition of the Sports Mix.